Support for Rule Breaker Investing comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, who are excited to introduce their all-new Rate Shield approval. If you're in the market to buy a home, Rate Shield approval is a real game changer, and here's why. First, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. But here's the crucial part: if rates go up, your rate stays the same. But if rates go down, your rate also drops. So either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to RocketMortgage.com. Slash fool. And thanks to LinkedIn for supporting the Motley Fool. LinkedIn Jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, interests, even how open they are to new opportunities. So for $50 off your first job post, go to LinkedIn.com slash fool. That's LinkedIn.com slash fool. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast with Motley Fool co-founder David Gardner. And welcome back to Rule Breaker Investing. Well, it's a new month. It's a new day. It's a new minute, a new second. Thank you for passing some of your present with me. I am always honored to think that you would suffer a fool gladly. And whether you're a longtime listener who heard our very first five-stock sampler back when I did it on September 2nd of 2015, or you're just tuning in for the first time this moment, I'm delighted to have you as a fellow Rule Breaker here along the path of life. Well, I'm glad that I referenced that very first five-stock sampler, September 2nd, 2015, because that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be generating our newest five-stock sampler. So, I'm going to have five new stock ideas, recommendations for you, coming from our services, coming from stocks that I've picked, a sampler of Motley Fool Rule Breakers and Motley Fool Stock Advisor, the two services that I've managed since we launched them, respectively, Rule Breakers in October of 2004 and Stock Advisor in March of 2002. So, both running with more than a decade's worth of stock picks from me, trying to beat the market, trying to help you beat the market. And I'm really happy to say both of those services have proved more than their weight in gold. They have whomped the market over these past 15 years or so. And let's hope that the five-stock sampler that I'm pulling from those services and sharing with you in today's podcast will also be beating the market some years hence. And yes, since we've done this from time to time, in fact, every 10 podcasts or so, I do my next five-stock sampler. Well, if you're doing the math with me, this podcast is now in its fourth year. That's right. We've transitioned into September. We launched in July of 2015, so we're now in our fourth year. So, yeah, we've done a bunch of these already, and I've always made a point of going back and scoring them and seeing how we're doing. So, we have the fun in this week's podcast of reviewing one of those five stock samplers before I provide our newest one. And not only that, but we will be reviewing the very first five stock sampler that I ever did on the show. I mentioned it was September 2nd, 2015. So, here we are now. Three years later, it was the 11th podcast we'd have ever done at the time. And I was saying in that podcast, you know, the first 10, I've just been talking about investing, about how to invest, and about stocks. And talk is one thing, but we also at The Motley Fool, every day we walk the walk. So I said back on that 11th podcast in Rule Breaker Investing History, I said, I'm going to pick some stocks from you. I'm going to check in with those years later and see how they've done and see if walking the walk is as satisfying as the talk sometimes might sound. And I'm delighted to be presenting for you a review of that very first five-stock sampler. It was called Five Stocks for the Next Five Years. So, here we are, three years later. The game is not over yet. 
but we're definitely going to check in, as I do on an annual basis with each of these, and see how those five have done before going to our new themed five stock sampler later in the podcast. All right, so what five stocks did we talk about three years ago this week? Well, I'll present them alphabetically, as I did on that first podcast. Five stocks for the next five years. And the very first one, alphabetically, the company name is Activision Blizzard. It is the very successful interactive entertainment company run by CEO Bobby Kotick. And it's been one of our favorite long-running stocks in Motley Fool Stock Advisor. In fact, when I was talking about it three years ago on the podcast, I was talking about the prospect of a movie that would be made based on World of Warcraft. And at the time, I was saying that's a couple of years hence. And in the meantime, that movie has come out. It didn't do particularly well. I still haven't seen it. I wasn't motivated, even though I'm a former World of Warcraft player myself. Really happy to note, by the way, World of Warcraft, which keeps showing its staying power. A lot of times people think, well, finally, that whole massively multiplayer online role-playing game clearly will end at some point. And yet, here this month, the latest expansion for World of Warcraft has just launched, and it's doing great guns for the business. So, even though the movie didn't do too well in the meantime, Warcraft, I think it was called, um, the business is doing quite well. Thank you very much. So, how has ticker symbol ATVI Activision Blizzard done? Well, three years ago, we picked it at $28.37 at the end of that podcast. Market close September 2nd. Today, it is at $73.96 a share. So, from 28 to basically 74 as you can imagine, it's been a wonderful three years for Activision Blizzard shareholders. We have many in the Motley Fool community. I hope you're one of them. Stocks up 160.7%. The S&P 500, the bogey we are competing against throughout this review. The S&P 500 is up 49.1% over these three years, an outstanding three-year performance for the market overall. But that means 160.7 minus 49.1. My schoolboy math and the spreadsheet I'm looking at tell me that's a difference of 111.6 points. We'll round to 112 points ahead of the market with that first pick. Now, remember, every one of my five-stock samplers has this posited, that we're going to try to beat, we think we can beat the stock market average with this group of five stocks. We'll have some winners, we'll have some losers, but take it as a little five-stock group, which, by the way, is much smaller than I hope your portfolio is. I hope your portfolio is at least three times that size. I love to think that all my fellow fools are diversified and have at least 15 stocks in your portfolio. You may well have funds, and you might have a house or real estate outside of that, but when we just talk about the stock portion of your nest egg, I hope you have, or are working toward, having 15 or so stocks. That's why when I say five stock samplers, this is all a little bit of a game. I mean, I sure hope we're going to beat the market each time, but this isn't really a full portfolio. I'm giving you my best shots, though. So, we're off to a great start with that first stock. And yet, things are about to get a little bit worse. So, let's go to stock Number two. Stock number two that I pitched you three years ago this week was Casey's General Stores. An extreme contrast with Activision Blizzard's business. If you live in the Middle West in the United States of America, you probably know Casey's General Stores, or if you're passing through, you might have filled up your gas tank there. When I was talking about this stock three years ago, a stock advisor pick at the time and still is, I was talking about how this is also the fifth largest pizza company in the United States of America. That's right, Casey's General Store. For those in the Middle West, a lot of you love the pizza, 
And Casey's sells a heck of a lot of pizza and gasoline. And so it's kind of a convenience store business, but a friendly, kind of more rural. You're really happy to come across one because there aren't that many as you're driving through, let's say, Iowa. You love your Casey's. A lot of people love Casey's, but unfortunately, the market hasn't loved this stock very much. Three years ago this week, Casey's was at $104.80 a share. Today, it's at $112.76 a share. So, I mean, it hasn't been horrible. The stock is up 8%. The problem is the stock market is up 49% over the same time. So, Casey's General Stores has been a serious lagger. That first year, from 2015 to 16, Casey's was on fire and was off to a great start, but things kind of slowed down. In a lot of ways, fast casual dining hasn't been a great place. And to the extent that Casey's General Stores, with its pizza business, plays into this a little bit, companies like Chipotle have faltered in recent years. While that isn't the whole story for Casey's, it's part of the story. I will say this going forward, just like Activision Blizzard, I like this stock today. I would buy it right here going forward. Let's hope it'll beat the market in the next couple of years before this particular five-stock sampler game ends. Remember, five stocks for the next five years. So, this will end in September 2020. Let's hope that Casey's performs a little bit better. So, doing the math then, the first one was a plus 112. This one's a minus 42. So, we're up 70 percentage points as we get to stock number three, where things are about to get much, much worse. So, yep, I was taking a shine three years ago this week to FireEye. The cybersecurity company, the ticker symbol is FEYE. I recommended it in Motley Fool Stock Advisor. And then, in fact, it had had a good month or two. And as I am wont to do, I then re recommended it because I like to add to my winners. And I felt really good about this business as I still do today because I think that cybersecurity is going to be around for the rest of our collective lifetime. As long as there is an internet and the technology that we have today, somebody's going to be trying to mess with people. And as I said three years ago, I think the good guys are always going to outnumber the bad guys. But bad guy hackers, a lot of hackers are really good guys, but some bad guy hackers are always going to be trying to steal things or jam a site so people can't use it. Or who knows, one day, take control of your self driving car. There are all of those security concerns. There always will be as dependent as we are on technology. And so, FireEye for me was a smaller cap company and one I liked at the time. The stock was at $37.47. Today, FireEye is at $16.38 from $37 down to $16, which really hurts. So, doing the math, this stock is down 56% over these three years. Five stocks for the next five years. Not this one. This was a horrible pick on my part. Uh, the stock market, of course, is up 49%. So, doing the math, that's a minus 105 in the loss column. So, we were up plus 70 going into stock number three. We just gave all of that back and more. We are in the hole 35 percentage points behind the market looking at these three stocks together. Got a little bit of good news for you. These weren't the only three. There are two others we'll be talking about. But FireEye alphabetically has put us deeply in the hole. You know, the company wasn't profitable back when I recommended it. And it's had a management change, it's had some problems. Some of its technologies, not necessarily keeping up with state-of-the-art. It is not the world-class leader in cybersecurity. Companies like Palo Alto Networks are bigger, more successful companies. That's a rule-breaker pick. In retrospect, I sure wish I'd picked Palo Alto for the next five years when I did that three years ago. 
But again, I think cybersecurity is going to be around forever. I think that FireEye is going to come back. It has bounced from its lows here at 16. So I wouldn't be surprised if we end up two years from now saying this stock's done quite well in the meantime. We'll see. Speaking of quite well in the meantime, in the interest of never thinking that if you believe in a trend, you should just buy one company within it, frustrated by the performance of FireEye that I've generated for my fellow fools and Motley Fool Stock Advisor, in the last few years, I was casting about for more cybersecurity companies to invest in. I already mentioned we have Palo Alto Networks and Rule Breakers, but I added Fortinet to Motley Fool Stock Advisor in April of 2017. So, about a year and a half ago, really happy to say that if you'd bought some FireEye and you were taking it on the chin, well, maybe you decide to add some Fortinet too. And Fortinet's up from basically 40 to 82 since April of 2017. So, I may have picked the wrong horse initially, but staying in the race and seeing other horses, we've saddled up. We have some bets on some of the other jockeys out there, too. So, Fortinet is another of those companies that I think are worth looking at. So, let's keep moving to stock number four. Well, stock number three may have given it all back, but guess what? Stock number four is about to gain it all back and then some, because stock number four picked three years ago this week on this podcast. Mercado Libre. Mercado Libre, the dominant e-commerce platform in Latin America. The stock, three years ago, was at $109 a share, $109.94, basically $110 today. It's at $340.65 as I do this podcast. By the way, I should mention that I'm going out of the country. I've been out of the country in the past week, so this podcast you're hearing today was, in fact, taped on Thursday, August 30th. So, some of these numbers will look a little off by the time you hear the podcast, but we'll assume they all kind of average out. So, Mercado Libre has gone from 110 to basically 340 in the three years since we picked it on this podcast. That's a gain of 210%, the stock market up 49% over the same time. And so, yep, that's a plus 161 in the win column. Netting that out, we're now back up 126 percentage points for this four stock sampler before we get to stock number 5. I just want to say about Mercado Libre that it is in such a powerful position, even though it's in a volatile area of the world with some very poorly performing economies. This is a company that functions like Amazon. That is, it does deliveries of it, its stuff, other people's stuff. It also is eBay, so you can sell stuff over its platform. And it's also like PayPal with Mercado Pago. So, it's really got it all going on, firing on all cylinders. And yes, this is a stock I like just as much today as I did when I first picked it in 2009. So, I really like Mercado Libre. And hint, hint, we might be talking about it a little bit more a little bit later in this podcast. Okay, finally, Concluding our review with stock number five. Stock number five has been unfortunately an underperformer. It's a very fine company, Middleby Corporation, ticker symbol is MIDD. And the stock is up 11% since I picked it three years ago. It's gone from 107 to 119, basically. Problem is, as you already know, the stock market's gone up 49 percentage points over that time. So Middleby is an underperformer by 38 percentage points. And in the same way that fast casual hasn't really been performing very well, this is a company that really feeds that with its commercial ovens business. Middleby is really powering the kitchens of so many different eateries, not just fast casual, but some more serious restaurants and hotel restaurants and lots. This is a leading company in its space. Three years ago, I was saying about this stock that it has one of the best CEOs in America in Salim Basul. I'm really happy to say 
In the meantime, in the past year, I've had Salim on this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed Salim Basul on this podcast a few months ago. In fact, if you didn't, I'm just going to flag the May 9th episode of Rule Breaker Investing, where you can hear me interview Salim and give his perspective on the world and his amazing personal story as well. So, Unfortunately, Middleby stock over the last three years has not been an amazing story. It's been an underperformer. It is up. Uh, and I do hope and want more things and will expect more things from these next couple of years. And this is definitely another one of those companies, really like all of these five, that I'd be very comfortable buying today to beat the market going forward. All right. So Middleby underperforming by 38 percentage points. And that brings us to a final total for this review. When you sum it all up, we're ahead of the market by 88 percentage points with these five stocks. So five stocks for the next five years, one of them a real dog. FireEye, down more than 50%. But good news, all the rest were up, and a couple of them were up substantially. Activision Blizzard up 161%, Mercado Libre up 210%. So, an outstanding performance. The market, again, up 49% over the last three years. This group of stocks basically up, on average, 67%. And so, yeah, that was a great start. Now, looking back, our very first five-stock sampler. We do have a good record. I know my longtime listeners will recognize that we've been on fire in general with these five-stock samplers, with at least one recent notable loss, although none of these games is over yet. Actually, of the 15 stock samplers that I present on this podcast, only one of them has ended so far. It was a one-year call that I made with safety stocks, and that was a winner. But none of the others has officially closed out yet, including this one. So, we're not going to pound our chest too hard here, even though these stocks are 18 percentage points ahead of the market, because we have two years to go, and we're all in it for the long term, as you well know. So, again, to conclude, Activision Blizzard, Casey's General Stores, FireEye, Mercado Libre, and the Middleby Corporation, five stocks for the next five years, due ultimately September 2nd-ish, 2020. Now, for every five-stock sampler that I've ever done on this podcast, as I've mentioned before, these are stocks pulled directly from our services, active recommendations of mine in Motley Fool Rule Breakers and Motley Fool Stock Advisor. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that those services are available for you to join. And I know a lot of you already have. A lot of you have both Stock Advisor and Rule Breakers. But I also know, I'm sure I have a lot of new listeners who may not already be subscribed to these wonderful services. And I have a special code for you to use to join us. And it's pretty simple to remember. So, if you're driving right now or jogging, once you get back to your computer, tap this URL in. It's joinrb.fool.com. Joinrb.fool.com. That's a wonderful way to get started. Let's call it the first step on this very next day of your investing life. Joinrb.fool.com. Join us. All right, I'm getting fired up for our new five-stock sampler. But first, let's pay the piper. Support for Rule Breaker Investing comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Let's talk about buying a home for a minute. Because of rising interest rates, there is a lot of unpredictability when it comes to buying a home these days, and it's causing some people a lot of anxiety. Well, our friends at Quicken Loans are doing something about that, and they're calling it the power buying process. Here's how it works. Quicken Loans will verify your income, assets, and credit in less than 24 hours to give you a verified approval, and that gives you the strength of a cash buyer. Then, once verified, you qualify for their all-new exclusive rate shield approval. 
First, they'll lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. And now here's the best part. If rates go up over that time, your rate stays the same. But if rates go down, the lock doesn't keep holding. Nope, your rate is going to drop right along with them. So either way, you win. It's the kind of thing you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lenders. So to get started, go to rocketmortgage.com fool. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. And the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. And that's why it's so important to find the right person. But where do you find that individual? LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, their interests, even how open they are to new opportunities. And that's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. It's more than the world's largest professional network. It's also a better way to find great talent. You get quality candidates. And businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. You already know LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network. Well, it's also a better way to find great talent. Just ask any of the hundreds of thousands of businesses, including The Motley Fool, that have posted to LinkedIn Jobs over the past year. And again, because LinkedIn considers skills, experiences, location, and more to match or promote your job to potential candidates, well, that's why businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs 40% higher than job boards at delivering those quality candidates. 22 million professionals view and apply to jobs on LinkedIn every week in every industry, even yours, yep, and mine. If you're not using LinkedIn for your hiring needs, you don't know what you're missing. Hurry to linkedin.com slash fool for $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash fool. Terms and conditions apply. Whew, sometimes those reads take a lot out of me. All right, so here we go. That was 2015. That was then. This is now. Yep, this is my September 5th, 2018 podcast, and it's time to pick five new stocks. Now, occasionally I have fun with these lists. They're not always themed in an entirely thoughtful way. For example, I remember picking five stocks for April the Giraffe. That was the one where I picked five stocks and then asked what united them. And as it turned out, the first letter of each of the company names spelled out the word April, and it was done in the month of April. And let's hope April the Giraffe is happy whenever we next review them. So yeah, we're having fun from time to time. And that's what I'm going to go with today. This might sound a little cocky, and if it is, then that'll probably come back to haunt me some years later when I look back and say, why was I so cocky to do that that particular podcast? But I've decided that you can pick almost any letter out of the alphabet and look up and down the 220 or so stocks that I oversee in Motley Fool Stock Advisor and Motley Fool Rule Breakers. You can look over all 220 or so, group them by the letter that starts their name, and probably for any given letter, probably find five winners over the next three plus years. At least I hope so, since I've just picked somewhat arbitrarily the letter M. And if you put five M's together, it starts looking like Campbell's soup a little bit to me. It starts, I start thinking, mmm, mmm. Let's hope this is good. Mmm, mmm, good. So we're going to go with five companies that each start with the letter M for this stock sampler. 
I'd be remiss if I didn't mention again that you can gain access to all 220 of those stocks and our opinions, our latest opinions on which are best buys now, etc. If you were to join our services, and I think it always makes sense for me to advertise Stock Advisor and Rule Breakers, which I don't spend many weeks doing on this podcast, but for these five stock samplers, I mean, this is where these stocks live. So I mentioned the URL earlier, but joinrb.fool.com. Sure hope you will. And when you do, you're going to find a lot of other M stocks besides the five I'm showing off this week. So, mm-mm, good. And I'm going to be presenting these in alphabetical order. And I used to do this by ticker symbols, but then one of my many foolish listeners said, Hey, Dave, aren't you the first guy who says it's not about the tickers and let's not talk about ticker symbols? Really, it's about the companies themselves. And shouldn't we honor them with company names? And I said, Yes, I certainly try to use more company names than ticker symbols on this podcast. So I'm definitely going to organize A to Z, not by ticker symbol, but by company name. And so let's kick it off with company number one, and that's Massimo Corporation. The ticker symbol is MASI. Now, Massimo is the purveyor of non-invasive monitoring products for healthcare. So, a quick, easy example: if recently you found yourself in the lab or the hospital, and somebody put around your index finger something that was a small clamp, it didn't hurt particularly, but they put a little clamp on your index finger. That's known as a pulse oximeter, and what that's doing is it's monitoring the oxygen level in your blood. And if you're having a fairly simple, non-invasive routine done on you, it's probably not a big threat to your blood oxygen. But if, on the other hand, you're having serious surgery, if surgeons aren't aware of potentially declining blood oxygen rates, you can actually lose patients. And sadly, thousands of people worldwide every year are lost because of the failure to monitor blood oxygen rate. So, that's the pulse oximeter, and Massimo is really the worldwide leader in that technology. Now, the good news is the company has many other products besides that, so it's definitely not a one-trick pony. Now, for each of the companies, I'm going to present a little bit about the business. I'm going to give you the market cap when we first picked it, and two things that I like about each of these. So, what's the market cap of Massimo Corporation? The answer is $6 billion today. When was it first picked? It was picked in Motley Fool Stock Advisor. I selected it on December 16th of 2016. It was at $66.55 back then. Here we are, not quite two years later. I'm happy to say it's gone from about 66 to 118. Remember, I'm taping this on last Thursday, August 30th. So when we actually review these stocks some years hence, we'll be picking our prices at market close today, September 5th. But as of now, anyway, it's about 118. And now, what are two things that I like about Massimo Corporation that I think you should like too? Well, the first is, Results, baby. Results, results, results. I'm going to read a little bit. This is from Jason Moser. I know many of you will know Jason from Market Foolery, but if you're a Stock Advisor member, you could go to the Massimo page and see his latest update looking at its earnings from last month. I quote, Massimo's second quarter, Jason writes, was another good one with total revenue of $212 million. Product revenue of $202 million grew 11%, excluding currency effects. With non GAAP earnings per share up 33% to 73 cents per share. Shipments of 58,700 grew 18% from a year ago, giving the company an installed base of 1.683 million worldwide versus just under 1 million in 2011. 
product gross margin. By the way, this isn't the most fun thing to listen to, probably numbers, but I hope I hope you're able to follow along mostly with this. It's almost over. But the main point here is look at these results. Product gross margin grew 170 basis points to 65.8%, and operating margin of 24.6% was up 160 basis points as the company continues to leverage its growing installed base with sales of consumables and its attractive razor and blade business model. Massimo continues, Jason concludes, to maintain an excellent balance sheet with cash and equivalents now at $430 million and zero debt. End quote. So, yeah, there you have it. I like the results, the financials. Everything is looking up at this company, and it's across a diversified base of products worldwide. And the second thing I like about Massimo Corporation is its risk rating. This is something I talk about periodically on Rule Breaker Investing. We rate every stock under coverage from 0 to 25 on our risk rating scale. The lower the number, the lower the risk. One of my favorite things to find in the world, and yep, they're out there, is to find low-risk companies that can offer superior returns. One of the old saws of investing, I think, is often wrong, and that is risk equals reward. I don't believe that. I think part of the magic of Rule breaker investing is that we find situations where there's not a lot of risk and sometimes substantial reward. And I think Massimo Corporation kind of represents one of those companies. So its risk rating is just six, which puts its risk closer to something like Apple than to something like FireEye. So Massimo Corporation, a very safe bet, but one that I think can substantially outperform. It has in the past, and I expect that in the future. After all, I'm picking it fresh here for this five stock sampler to kick off. Mm-mm. Good. Stock number two. Stock number two is Match Group. The ticker symbol is MTCH. Match Group. What does the business do? Well, I bet you've heard of it. I've certainly talked about it before on Rule Breaker Investing, and this has been a wonderful stock advisor performer for many of our members. Match Group is, of course, the biggest online dating company in the world. What is its market cap? Today, its market cap is $14 billion. Now, I first picked this stock in Stock Advisor on April 15th, Tax Day 2016. So here we are just over two years later. And the stock, I'm happy to say, has gone from $11.34 to $49.64. It has been a wonderful four plus bagger in just two years for Stock Advisor members. I don't think I have to explain much about Match. Group, Match.com, Tinder, OkCupid, and a lot of other dating sites. Different strokes for different folks. Match Group oversees a large number of dating sites on, yes, the biggest dating platform in the world. And what do I like about this? Two things. Well, the first thing I like about it, I hope you're listening carefully to what I said just a minute or two ago. The biggest online dating company in the world has a market cap of just $14 billion. Think about how important love is and finding a partner, finding the right person, finding something that can last you, I hope, your whole life long. Think about how important that is. A lot of other sites, even sites like Facebook, human relations are so important. So, love runs through Facebook, but really, Match Group is the company that is connecting people and uniting them and it's the biggest company in the world doing that. And think about how relevant that will be 10 years from now, 35 years from now, just as relevant as it is today. It's timeless. And this company's market cap is only $14 billion. I was 
delighted when I found the stock a couple of years ago, and I've talked about it in Rule Breaker Investing, the podcast, a number of times since. But it was kind of a sleepy IPO. It came out of the gates, and not many people paid attention to it. And we recommended it in Stock Advisor. I'm happy to say, I guess the world has started to notice because the stock has been a four bagger in the meantime, but still, look how small this company is relative to the size of its opportunity and the likelihood that it will convert on that opportunity in the years to come. It was great to have Mark Penn of Microtrend Squared on the podcast just a couple of weeks ago. A number of you have said, hey, yeah, I went on to buy Mark's book. I'm really enjoying reading the book, and I'm glad you are. And if so, you'll remember our conversation about internet marrieds. You know, Mark was talking about that 10 years ago in his first book, Microtrends, but here he was deciding, yeah, I'm going to make that a revisited chapter. So he re included it again in the same way that I would re recommend Match Group stock again to you, as I have done in Motley Fool Stock Advisor. But he was just pointing out in our conversation how common it is today to find people over the internet. And that kind of leads me to number two thing that I like about Match Group. So there's a little thing you may have heard about this little trend that's coming. It's not here yet. Well, it's out there, but it may not have really changed your life much yet. But that trend is artificial intelligence, AI. Start thinking about the possibilities of what AI might be able to do. AI might, in the next 10 or 20 years, be able to find you the single best person on the planet that might match up with you. Now, if you're already married, I certainly hope you've already found that person. But if you're in the market, or if you're young, if you're one of my Rule Breaker Investing listeners, who's a teenager, and by the way, I always love hearing from you. Love hearing your stories. Any Rule Breaker Investing teens, drop me a note. We'll feature you on Mailbag. I always love hearing from people who are learning about investing through this podcast or just getting started investing for the first time. But think about who Match.com or Tinder, some years from now, once AI is really starting to get effective, think how fascinating a suggestion that you might meet or visit this person. Because out of all the people using our AI, we think this is the person you should at least talk to. Think how powerful that is. So I believe that an AI-powered dating platform, which is inevitable, going back to Kevin Kelly's wonderful title for his great book, and we've talked with Kevin on this show in this past year as well, think how inevitable and really interesting and powerful AI-powered matchmaking will be in future. And guess who's going to be the leading progenitor, very likely, of that technology on their platform? Yep, the company we're talking about right now, stock number two for this five-stock sampler. Mm-mm, good. Match Group. All right, and now, what's M stock number three? Well, the next one, the ticker symbol is MKC. It's not really what you'd expect McCormick and Company's ticker symbol to be. You'd think it'd be maybe MCK, but that's been claimed by another of my stock picks, which we can talk about in another day. But yep, MKC is the ticker for McCormick. Yeah, it's the spices and seasoning company since 1889. So not every one of our stocks in my supernova universe, as I call it, all combined picks from Stock Advisor and Rule Breakers, not every one of them is some ritzy new glam technology company. Nope, this is McCormick. The Spices and Seasoning Company, I first picked it in October of 2014. It was at 62 then. Happy to say it's at about 123 now, so it's been a stellar performer. In fact, I note, as of this taping anyway, McCormick up exactly 99%, so not quite ringing the double gong for Motley Fool Stock Advisor members, but 99% ain't bad when the market's up 67% from a Spices Company about four years ago. So, why does McCormick show up in this podcast? And why is McCormick 
one of the stocks that I've picked. And what do I like about McCormick that I would make it one of our five mm-mm good stocks over the next few years? Well, first of all, as I was saying of another stock earlier, this one has a surprisingly low risk rating. Maybe it's not that surprising because, after all, this is a spices and seasoning company. It's not like they're experimenting with some crazy new business model or taking risks with the product set. Nope, it's McCormick, the spices and seasoning that we all know. But that's part of what I love about this particular company. It is a branded, known player. Many of its spices and seasonings you know. You know their names. You know the company name, McCormick. Many of you do. And that's something to celebrate, because this is a company that is pretty dominant within its field. There aren't a lot of players that can mount meaningful competition to McCormick, and so its risk rating is just six, which is very low, an almost Google-like low risk rating. And that's right, Google or Alphabet is a low-risk stock. A lot of people would think, that's really risky, isn't it? The whole Google thing? No, not really. Not over any meaningful period of time. These are strong, substantial businesses. Of course, McCormick is a lot smaller than Alphabet, but within its field, it is a meaningful leader and a player. So that's number one thing that I like. And number two thing that I like about McCormick, it's dividend. It's one of those dividend aristocrat companies, one of those companies that pays a good dividend and raises it from one year to the next. And so that's why I like it in this mix of companies because yes, we definitely have some high tech in here. We've already talked about a medical products company and the world's number one dating site company. So I like to mix in some spice, a little bit of seasoning in this group of five companies, and McCormick provides that. Well, that brings us to stock number four. And as we stay on the alphabetical train, we're next going to move from MC to M. Mercado Libre, one of my favorite long-term companies, and yes, one you've already heard a little bit about earlier this podcast, because it was in my very first five-stock sampler provided that we talked about earlier. And Mercado Libre makes a comeback, and yes, I like it just as much today as I did three years ago or 10 years ago. Mercado Libre, with its market cap of $15 billion, that sounds like a lot when you consider that we were talking about this stock three years ago on this podcast when it was at $5 billion. But when you think about the whole sector of Latin America globally, and you think about you know owning the equivalent of the eBay, the Amazon, and the PayPal of that area of the world, I feel really good about this company going forward. It was first picked in Rule Breakers in February of 2009, just a few days after Valentine's Day that year. So now, nine years later, happy to say it's gone from 14 to 327. Yep, it's been one of our monster winners in Motley Fool Rule Breakers. That service, a lot of love for Mercado Libre, but here we are picking this stock freshly right now, going forward over the next several years. And that speaks to my confidence in the company's ability to maximize value of electronic commerce for a whole area of the world that a lot of us. Love and care about. You know, it's fun to note two things that I like about Mercado Libre. One is I've now picked it once in 2009, then 2012, then 2014. This is all in Rule Breakers, and then 2017. So this is a four time pick. But what I'm underlining about that is often when you find a great thing, you should be adding to it over time. You shouldn't just say, well, I paid X for it and I'm never going to buy it again. I got a great price in 2009. No, you should be adding 2012, 14, 17. Here I am, 2018. September is saying, I like this stock over the next three plus years. And so, yeah, Mercado Libre fits shoulder to shoulder with any other company I could think of today for what I expect with confidence from its future. 
A second thing I like about Mercado Libre, well, as I do this podcast, it's down about 9% on this particular day. There's some concern about the Argentine peso. There's also concern about Amazon launching food and drink sales in Mexico. So you're seeing, you know, potential competition from Amazon. That's been a story for several years now. That's not new to Mercado Libre shareholders. But you're also hearing about the weakness of an important country, Argentina, in its Latin American block. But with all that said, over the last nine years in which this stock has multiplied many times over, I'd like to point out that it's doing so with still an unstable aspect of Latin America. Certainly, there are several prominent countries that are not necessarily the best players or the most reliable players, and yet, the inevitable, for me, the inevitable growth of electronic commerce in Latin America, it's been a great 10-year story up until now, and I love the next 10 years for electronic commerce. So, I love the company that is the active leader in e-commerce across that important block of the world. So, yeah, you betcha. If we're going to talk about M stocks, which, well, picking a random letter out of the alphabet, we are. We're talking about M stocks, this particular five-stock sampler. I'm definitely going to include Mercado Libre. And that brings us to our final M stock. We're going to go down to the letter O-M-O, and we're going to say M-O twice, because the company name is Momo, and the ticker symbol is, in fact, M-O-M-O, Momo. Now, this is a company that operates in China. It started as a Chinese dating app. So, you've already heard a little bit of other dating earlier this episode, talking about Match Group. Well, think about dating in China. Match Group, not as much of a player in that area of the world, but since I like dating businesses, how could I not like Momo, which entered Motley Fool Rule Breakers in May of 2017. It's gone from about 39 then to about 45 now. So, it's been a nice 20% gainer, about in line with the market. Uh, the market cap of this company is $9 billion. So, we're not talking about some fly-by-night small cap here. This is a fairly substantial, small, emerging mid-cap company. And while it's often called the Tinder of China, Tinder, of course, one of Match Group's properties, while it's often thought of that way, in recent years, Momo has added a live video streaming component to make it a very compelling platform. In fact, you can see it in the company's growth, which is amazing. Get ready for these numbers. Sales in 2014 were about 45 million. By 2016, sales were 553 million, half a billion dollars. That's over a couple of years. In the most recent quarter finished, sales for the quarter were 494 million dollars. So we're now talking about a multi-billion dollar sales company. And that's something I really like about it, the extreme growth that we're seeing from Momo. Second thing I like about it, it's a relative unknown. I mean, had you ever heard of it before this podcast? Well, good news. If you're a Rule Breakers member, you certainly would have because it's a recommendation of ours. And certainly if you're in China looking for a date, you might well have used or know Momo. But much of the rest of the world doesn't know about Momo. You might know something like Periscope which is a site, Periscope.tv, where you can see kind of live video streaming of different places around the world. Well, imagine that in this context for Momo in China. That's a substantial part of its business. So, yeah, this one is a little bit less certain, let's say, than something like McCormick, which is probably a slower and steadier paced and maybe a more dependable pick. But this also could be a spectacular stock. That's why I wanted to have it in our motley mix of the mm-mm good companies. So there you have it, my five mm-mm good companies, Massimo Corporation, Match Group, next came McCormick, then Mercado Libre, 
and finally, Momo, a truly motley group of companies with geographical diversity worldwide as well, a fun group of five stocks. I'm going to look forward to reviewing the results of how these stocks have done over the coming years. In fact, we're just going to make it officially, this is a three-year game we're playing with these five companies with this stock sampler. We're always thinking three plus, but just the game that I like to play on this podcast, let's make this a three-year game. So, there you have it. I believe this is our 15th five-stock sampler in the history of this podcast. Very happy about our first 14. Very pleased to bring you this 15th. You know, without being cocky, I think that almost any letter, A to Z, if you go up and down the supernova universe, that's the group of my companies from Motley Fool Stock Advisor and Motley Fool Rule Breakers. I know many of you might be supernova members, Motley Fool Supernova, which brings them all together in one service. I almost think, without being cocky here, that any letter A to Z, as long as I can find at least five within that letter, I think we got some market beaters. And while it's almost guaranteed that not all five of these will have a good next several years, I would expect that at least a couple of them will do well enough, like our other five stock samplers, to pull us up to victory. And that's a way for me to say, in conclusion, that I'm confident, and I always have been as a rule breaker investor, as your fellow rule breaker and your host, that you and I can beat the market. I think we've demonstrated it in all of our services. My life's work over the last 25 years has been beating the market. Many people don't think you can beat the market dependably. I beg to differ, and I try to prove that every day with my work. And this five-stock sampler is just another way for me to have fun and try to show you, if you're skeptical, or help you, if you're interested, beat the market. And that, at the end of the day, is, for me, what investing is all about. And one final reminder, a way to find these five stocks and about 200-plus others, all of which we love to beat the market over any meaningful period of time. And good news is, enough of them do that we do pretty well as investors. I want to give you that opportunity one more time to join Motley Fool Rule Breakers or Motley Fool Stock Advisor. And in fact, I see that if you do join us at joinrb.fool.com, Rule Breakers will come to you 50% off the first year. A $99 price is what we're asking, and that's 50% off for your first year of Motley Fool Rule Breakers. By the way, there's also a $19 monthly option if you just want to test drive. So, one final plug for the service that helps you beat the market. All right, well, next week we're going to continue the fun and games because next week it's time to go back to my friend Matthew Argusinger and our market cap game show. That's right, get ready to know your market caps. You'll be quizzed throughout. I'll be playing along with Matt presenting companies and asking you, what are the market cap? What is the total value of that company within 20% either way? I believe it'll be the fifth episode, so you can go back in preparation. You could go back and listen to a previous market cap game show with me and Matt, but Matt will be back. We play on a quarterly basis, so it's time for our Q3 market cap game show next week. In the meantime, fool on. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about. And The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Learn more about Rule Breaker Investing at rbi.fool.com.